1: Climbers, Johnny here. Hey, the costs are as low as they're ever going to be for digital advertising, for getting your art in front of new eyeballs and expanding your audience, the reach that we're getting with videos and subscriber campaigns and Spotify campaigns with our artists like Allura and with the Nash Villains and what we've done in the past with promoters like for T.G. Shepard concerts is astounding so listen, this is our forte, this is what we can do if you've got the budget and you're not spending that budget touring right now, now's the time to, to make that happen and pivot a little bit and get online. If you don't have the budget yet, to, you're not far enough along on your journey to, to be able to work with Daredevil, then we can help you out in other ways. We're available for consultations So uh, I know some of you have thought about that. We're offering a 33% discount for the foreseeable future here to get through this virus thing. That's a savings of $50 an hour. So email us at info at daredevilproduction.com and put consultation in the subject line. If you're not sure how a consultation would work or or how you might feel about it, maybe listen to a couple testimonies from these people who have already gone through the process.
2: Hey there, I had a consultation with Johnny three weeks ago from today, the day that I recorded this. My Instagram following has grown almost a thousand. So if you can imagine growing your following by a thousand a month on your own for the $3 app that you need to purchase to unfollow some of the people, that's pretty awesome. A side effect that I wasn't aware of is that I have met some really amazing people and I even want to say I've made friends on Instagram. I never thought that that would happen. So it's not just about getting the following, it's making the connections. And that's what this whole new music industry is all about anyway. It's awesome. I was really hesitant to schedule a consultation because my music style is so different than mainstream. I'm a mantra musician, so it's meditative. It's some people, you know, play it in the background when they're trying to relax. Some people meditate to it. Some people might play it in a yoga class, but it's not like you're going to hear it on the radio. From that one hour I spent with Johnny, his enthusiasm was so great that it totally boosted my confidence in not only my craft, even though we didn't even talk about it. But in my ability to make this work for me, even as such a different genre. So if you are contemplating getting a consultation with Johnny, absolutely do it. It is worth way more than he charges. Don't tell him that, though, because it's a great price and you will benefit so, so much. Social social social, social, media, social media, social media, social media, challenge, challenge, challenge. challenge challenge accepted challenge accepted
1: all right welcome to another pick johnny's brain little pull out minisode here this is where climbers listeners of the podcast send in their questions your music marketing questions your artist development questions it might be production questions music business questions exposure questions how can i grow my brand questions send all these into info at daredevilproduction.com Production is singular, there is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com and put pick Johnny's brain in the subject line. Then I put them into a folder and I answer them. If you haven't already downloaded the completely free informational PDF, 21 biggest reasons you don't have more fans and how to fix that, then please do so. This is a, a head start here. It's going to get your head switched. That There's been a major paradigm shift in the marketing of music and in the music industry with the audience and the market itself. How you consume music, it's a different platform that's consumed differently. And if you don't have your head around how this happens and you're still operating from the way that you were marketed to, or the way that the old music business kind of worked, then you're not getting anywhere, and you're certainly going to be really, really frustrated. So this PDF will help you. Just go to giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com. It's totally free. Just tell us where to send it, and we'll get it out to you. And one final quick thing, as we mentioned before, guys, there's a lot of artists right now in 2020 that are being forced to rethink their digital strategies, their social media strategies, and digital marketing because it's the only way they're going to get in front of the fans that they have and it's certainly the only way that they're going to grow their audience now that they can't tour and we don't know how long that's going to last. So while you're down, this is the time to make that happen and we can help you uh, through a private consultation. We do charge for this, but it's one-on-one. I've got to dig in and spend some time looking at what you have, what you got going on, what you need, and where you need to tighten up, and then how to launch that and get it going. And what you know, the, the information we give on the podcast is really good, but it's obviously very general. I can tell you with all of my heart that every campaign that we do for each artist is completely different, it's not just a, a plug and play kind of a thing. We really need to customize and craft and strategize for each individual artist. So, just uh, same email info at daredevilproduction.com, put consultation in the subject line, and we can get something on the books for you there so today's email is from a longtime climber and somebody um, that I can tell you I'm very proud of who's just is working his butt off and seeing success and is regularly showing up with success in the climb community and that is Paul DeMarco he's a Brit he's got a, a number of questions we're gonna try to get to all of them in this episode here Paul, some of them you're going to be happy with. Most of them you're going to be happy with. Some of them you're probably not going to be so happy with. (laughs) So let's get to it. What's the difference between pages and groups on Facebook and how can I optimize them? I have a music page and a group and the group is where I do most of my interacting and culture building. The page is like a native board for gigs, releases, uh, an announcement board and, and, and announcements, stuff like that. Facebook is definitely moving more towards groups. And, and not so much for pages. That said, though, we still use them together. I have a Daredevil... Uh, Facebook page, and I have the climb community as our group. So groups is really where they 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 are they are building for that. I, from from the looks of everything that that you've mentioned here, Paul, I think you're doing it exactly right. Like you, you know, you still want regular content to go out on your page, and you can also put that content into the group. But culture building is what that group is for and where people can get together and talk with each other. I mean, Brent and I are very proud of the climb community and, and, and the culture that we've built in there. And we work very hard to, to try to police that and, and make sure nobody comes in and uh, sours it in any way or ruins it. And to build it and to encourage the kinds of culture that we have built there. So you have events on Facebook pages you can promote from there. There's certain things on Facebook pages that you can't do. I think those, those differences are, are very apparent to you. Groups is where you want to do your culture building. I would be interested to know, and I would want to encourage you, if you find some time, I know you're up to your armpits and alligators at all times, working a full-time gig and then doing everything, all this work that you're doing on the side for your artist gig, which is really incredible and a testament to the fact that you can do it if you just you know, put the time aside. I would like to know what you're doing to create culture as an artist in a group maybe you could share that in the climb community because if you guys didn't find my information valuable or brent's information valuable you wouldn't be in the climb community so what is it that you're doing to build culture in your facebook group as an artist but i think it's really cool and and as the you know as the brand grows for 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 people who follow a certain artist to be able to get together and commiserate share stories share nostalgia, you know, t-shirts from this tour, or that tour, or this or that, and I'm going to this show, are you going kind of stuff. I think it's a really, really cool thing. So I, I applaud that and, uh, you know, optimizing, I think it's just about the time um, to put towards your content and to put towards the structure of the group, making sure nobody's coming and spamming everybody and making them feel bad and time that you're spending interacting with people in that group. So I I think that's the best way that you can optimize that. Certainly you're going to mention gigs and releases and and certain announcements like when you get cuts and stuff like that in your group, but also that should be on your page too. I just feel like the group is more of a a platform where they're going to interact with each other and you as well. So I guess that would be Kind of the differences that that I'm looking at. There's also some differences with promotion. I mean, it's much, much easier to promote a Facebook page than it is to promote a group. We have a, a corporate client right now that started a really incredible Facebook group, but there's just no built in, it's not built into the infrastructure on the Facebook ads manager dashboards to be able to to promote a group just yet. So we have to do a kind of roundabout thing where we're promoting the Facebook page, which is very easy for somebody to do because they can. that sponsored ad will show up in their feed. They can just click the like button without even going anywhere to make anything happen. But once they click the like button, then there's a manual process of us having to go through and and invite everybody that likes the business page to the group. Now, again, we have, there's valuable information. This is a a company that, or it's a foundation, actually, a nonprofit foundation charity that promotes teaching in the digital world. So even, uh, you know, they absolutely believe in teachers, but they're, you know, they're saying, hey, everybody should have the same access to education, no matter what your zip code is. There's a lot of kids who, if they're in poor neighborhoods or if they're in super rural neighborhoods, aren't going to have a lot of access to certain kinds of learning in their regular brick and mortar school because the budget just won't allow for that, but it, they can get it online digitally. So they're out putting that word out. And of course, this whole thing has been exacerbated by, by COVID. So uh, we're working more and more than ever to make this happen. Happen. This group is a place where teachers and educators and parents can get together and talk about different things that have been effective for them in this during this crisis and share that information. And there's something going on there. I, I'm interested to know what's going on in your group. You don't want to spend money just to get like the vanity numbers up. You want to make sure that people are there because they like Paul DeMarco and they want to shout it from the treetops or whatever that group is. I imagine it's you, like it's an artist thing for you. So it's no good to have... Uh,
3: 50 to get 50% off that's meals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off
1: you know 5,000 people in a group and there's just nothing going on it's it's a worthless it's a waste of time and a waste of money on your part I mean you see Brent and I we've grown the Facebook community very very slowly we always invite them in so they're asking to come in and And that way we make sure that at least the the most amount of people possible that have joined the group are actually participating in it and want to be there as opposed to uh, just inadvertently clicking a like and then saying, yeah, I'll I'll join the group and not even being aware of what it is. You know, Um, we want it to be real. So next question. This is the one I don't think you're going to like my answer on. (laughs) What's the difference between all the Facebook ads titles? For example, the traffic ads, engagement, video views, page likes... You said, if I wanted to drive my audience to Spotify to increase the following, is that a traffic ad treating Spotify as a website? Okay, so these are really good questions. And I'm just going to give you some direct answers on these. But the thing is, is it's really sophisticated. I'm not going to be able to answer everything that you need to know to be successful in this moment. I mean, I learned all this stuff from like a course. Depending on whether it's a cold audience or a warm audience and depending on the kind of ad that it is makes a difference and depending on what kind of other tech you've set up in terms of the Facebook pixel, if you pick the wrong, what these aren't is, is you called them ads titles, what they really are are campaign objectives is, is the correct word for that. If you pick the wrong campaign objective, let's say like a conversion campaign and you don't have a pixel In there then Facebook can't read the conversion what you do is you lock up the campaign it's it's the equivalent of one man trying to pull a parked car across the parking lot it it doesn't work it just isn't happening so it's very easy to screw this up so I'm gonna I just want to give you that disclaimer up front there's a lot more to this but here's the direct answers let's just say your audience is 1 million people okay if it's a traffic ad, Facebook is going to take that one million and they're going to filter that down further and say, these are the people out of the one million who like to click through and traffic to somewhere else, like a website or Spotify or something like that. With engagement ads, they're going to say, if, you've got, if your audience is one million, then Facebook is only going to put your ad into the feeds of people who like to engage with the content. Okay, So, for instance for this educational company we're we're working with, the the Facebook page likes campaign is an engagement objective. You know, I've got a target of all these teachers and educators. It's only gonna put the ad into the feeds of those specific people who like to click through and like pages or who like to engage. It's same thing with video views. Video views is a great way to start a long-term digital marketing strategy because video views is a great way for artists to turn cold traffic into warm traffic. So for weapons of a new we put together a 1 minute video ad that and we we had another objective we were pushing people through to spotify and i got something to say about that so of all the people that we targeted there's like i don't know it was like 150 million people in the rock world or metal world or whatever and, and at this point in time we were just since it was driving traffic to spotify we weren't concerned with regions so we i mean we did like a worldwide thing south america europe eastern europe united states canada so we had this massive audience and it's only going to take that ad and put it into the feed of the people that we've targeted. But of those people that we target, it's only going to put the people, the ad, into the feed of people who, whose data tells Facebook that they like to watch videos. Right? So they're going to watch that, those video views and, the, uh, and we're going to get those video views. We're going to have a much better return on the investment for that. And then we can go and retarget the people who've watched like, you know, 50% of the video views or 100% of the video views or something like that. As far as Spotify is concerned, I've done some Spotify campaigns and I gotta tell you, here's the thing with this, you can't target specifically somebody who is a premium spotify subscriber and why does that matter because on the free version of spotify if you've got your track kicking and a killer video ad and these people are like oh my god paul demarco i love this i'm gonna click through but they have a free spotify account then they're on your artist page looking at your name which i suppose helps but they can't play your freaking song because Spotify won't let them do that. And I think we had to introduce people to streaming. Now we know. Now it's time for Spotify to let people freaking stream the music they want to stream and change the price. Just make them pay for it, period. Or or something different, because that's annoying as hell. You would treat Spotify as a website. You would do a traffic campaign. That's what I would do. Your third question, I have a website and a MailChimp account. One of the best ways to populate the email list. I offer a free download on my website to subscribers, but still only have a... A dozen or so subscribers who, who I have imported to MailChimp. I also have many chat, but it's not really found a great use for it. I don't know what that means. but um, So this is a really good question, and this is something that keeps me up at night. The downloads aren't that kind of a big deal yet anymore, just as strictly as a download. So I think before that can kind of become effective you need to you know build your brand out a little bit more and you can put something that's exclusive on there here's something that's an exclusive track you can't get anywhere else but here and this is going to be a good way for you let's say after you've run a couple you know a bunch of video views campaigns you've built up this warm audience of people that now know who you are and then Uh, You know, they're liking you. They're following you. They're following you on Instagram. You've started to create relationships because you're busting your butt on your socials. And then this would be like, you know, a stage five kind of a thing where you come in with a squeeze page. And I would always make a squeeze page, too. I, I don't think there's any harm to having it on your website. But if that's the general place, the main place where you're driving traffic to to get that conversion, there's too much going on. So uh my squeeze pages where business has to be handled is if this is there's only one thing to do. there's only one button: click yes, I want this free download, click it and tell us where to put it and <clears throat> as far as conversions are concerned, there's also a there's an art to setting up squeeze page. Okay. So um, if you want to, you know, reach out to me and maybe do a consultation or something, that's, that's, there's a lot going on there that I can tell you about. But if you set that up the wrong way, I mean, we've had conversion rates go from 3% of the traffic clicking through and, and, and downloading and, and we get the email to, 25 to 35 to 40% of the traffic clicking through. So there's more to that question, right? Like what's the conversion rate of 12 people that have converted? How many people have visited? If it's 12 people, that's awesome. Um, But I'm betting it's probably a lot more. Uh, So that has to do with the... with the conversion, with with your architecture of the squeeze page, so there it is, guys. Um, and then your fourth question was just kind of really general: uh, what essential steps do artists need to take? I, you know, it's just I'm going to give you a short answer for that. Get the art and the art artist in front of as many new eyeballs as you can. And remember, that's part one of the answer. Part two is remember that everybody that's following you on Instagram, on Facebook, in your Facebook group, on Twitter, and on YouTube, none of these people are getting any of your organic content at all. Almost, almost all of them are not getting anything that you organically put up. So, um, you know, spending money to, to saturate that, the people that already know who you are and let them know about a new piece of content, or a new announcement or something like that is important to getting that. So, uh, I hope that helps. And uh, once again, guys, if you'd like a you know consultation, e- uh, just email at info at daredevilproduction.com. Put consultation in the subject line. Download the free PDF, 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans and How to Fix That. And uh, we will see you in a couple weeks. Social,
2: social, 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 media, social media, social media, challenge, challenge, challenge. challenge. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted.
0: What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. Nine one one What's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. I don't know. my mom and dad, my mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast whatever the case whoever the criminal you don't know the full story until now don't miss the debut season of american criminal the menendez brothers beginning february 29th